been listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. You know what it is, you know what it smells like, you know what it does, you know where we're at, you know what we're doing. This is... The Enemy. And, uh, Witch Police Radio. Radio. I'm your regular host Sam, and I'm here in a very interesting uh, office, I guess, in downtown Winnipeg with uh, some of the people working on the Enemy magazine. So I think maybe the best way to get started here is because we have a lot of people in the room here, just to kind of go around a circle, everyone identify who they are, and I, I guess what you do with the Enemy too would be a cool way to, to start. Okay. So if you want to start, you're closest. No. Yeah, I'm closest to. The, um... Well, name, name first, right? That's a, yeah. yeah, name first. Yeah. Um, my name is Ryan. I'm a staff writer on The Enemy. Um, it's interesting because usually we've stayed very anonymous or very... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was trying to find out who you were on the about page. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, usually, like, um, anonymity is a really good way to get, like, fully uncensored and fully, like, um, I guess, like, access to a lot of, like, different sure, creative yeah. spaces and stuff. But yeah, um, I would say I'm a staff writer. Writer, and okay. I've helped found the enemy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, my name is Michelle, aka Mitch, aka Snack Queen. <laughs> um, I'd say I'm the art director, okay. and also co-founder. Cool. The enemy. Um, I'm Anthony. I kind of just share the space with them, um, but I guess I'm kind of like an official, unofficial consultant. Okay. Yeah, I He's, guess. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's an official unofficial consultant. Okay, well, that's cool. Um, okay, so I think maybe, like, if, for starters, I, I kind of just keep seeing the enemy pop up online. I mean, I'm always kind of scouring Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff for local, I mean, mostly local music because of the nature of the show, yeah. but also just anyone doing anything creative locally. And you guys keep popping up here and there, and so I've been kind of checking it out when I can. And, and it's interesting, uh, as someone who does kind of DIY journalism, I mean, you know, you can call a podcast what you want, I guess, but that's yeah. sort of the idea behind this. I mean, it's always interesting to see people doing the same thing in other yeah. formats. So, um, yeah, I was very excited to see that, that, that things like, like The Enemy exist, and yeah. uh, so maybe if you want to just give me some background on how this got started, then, and then I guess we can go into what it is you actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it got started. Um, I guess uh, it's interesting because I feel like the people who founded The Enemy each... Um, we came from a lot of like very different backgrounds, very different areas of the city, um, and we might have had our own little different perspectives we did like on how it started. Okay. But um, me person um, personally, what I found was um, a lot of apathy and anger towards Winnipeg. That's kind of how to, how it started. Like it was like, I mean, kind of like the dude who's Winnipeg love hate, like yeah, yeah, love hate yeah. relationship with Winnipeg, and it ended up it started being like a. I guess a way to express that in an artistic uh, format or like at least a, in a creative format and it moved on to um, being a lot more than that which was nice. Okay, so that, that, that's cool. Um, so is it, uh, I mean, was doing a magazine always kind of the idea behind it though? Or, I mean, because there's so many, it, it, it's 2016, the internet is everywhere. I mean, I don't know when you started it, but you know, in this era, you can express yourself in so many different ways. I mean, you can, you can do a magazine, you can do a blog, you can do a video thing, you can do a podcast. There's just, mm-hmm. it, it's, 
I mean, that always existed. People were doing, you know, photocopied zines. I remember when I was a teenager, that was what everyone was doing and stuff. And, and, you know, radio shows and things like that. But, I mean, it just seems like the Internet allows for much better distribution and and, and access to things. So was that always the the format you guys wanted to do? No, it's a new thing, right? Uh, Yeah, it's, yeah, we we had the, we defined the enemy primarily as a creative outlet. That's how we wanted to define it um, first. And it kind of just formed into a uh, like a magazine, I guess, into a, like kind of our plans for the present, our f- plans for the future. That's okay. how um, it formed. Um, we really didn't want to be associated as a blog, and yeah. it hasn't been called that for a really long time, actually, which was nice because we all are, we're not a content aggregator. We don't just like pick like other people's creative like work. Right. We, all of the stuff we do is original, and Scratch, if people, yeah. exactly, and if, if people are submitting, which they are beginning to do now, which is like awesome for people to submit. Um, they, like, it's all original work, so, um, but yeah, it started off just as, like, a creative outlet, just so we wouldn't have to define ourselves, I guess, like, so, like, put ourselves in any, like, categories and say, like, we could only do writing, or we could only do these sorts of pieces. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And how long has it actually been a thing, though? I mean, I was looking back through your archives, and it actually goes back further than I thought. I, I've just, I guess I've only been aware of it recently, yeah. but yeah. you have a few years of, uh, of back, you know... I was going back issues, but it's more yeah. just individual stories, right? Like, yeah. So. Yeah, we have like three years of stories almost. 2013? 2013, yeah. yeah. So almost three years, which is pretty crazy to think about. In the beginning, it was slow going. We weren't yeah. really doing things. We just had, we just bought the domain and we were just like, yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it just evolved. Yeah. Well, is there kind of a regular like release schedule for when, you, when, you're, when you're putting stuff out? or? Um, for the mixtapes and for the... Uh, words of wisdom. We try to have a regular schedule, like semi-regular schedule. Um, but for the rest of the stuff, um, it's something that we've been working on. And I feel like with, other, like with more getting more people submitting, we'll have yeah. more regular content. But right now, I guess the focus is just to have like the best content we can get. Okay. So it's it's been kind of like choppy. But like, if we post something, it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be something like really good, uh, concerning Winnipeg or something interested to people from Winnipeg. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, most of the stuff that I've seen on there, I mean, aside from you, the mixtapes and the words of wisdom and stuff, it has been kind of longer form feature interviews or, or feature articles or, you know, essay type, edit, you know, editorial type content. Mm-hmm. Is there a, I mean, is there a goal for the type of content you're trying to put out there? Because uh, obviously there's a lot of different areas covered. I mean, there's, there's, there's culture is clearly a big one, art culture. There's some music stuff. There's, uh, I mean, there's, there's some, some of the more personal kind of political uh, essays in there as well. Mm-hmm. Is there a sort of a, a general... I don't want to say theme or anything, but I mean, what are you trying to do, do with this? I guess is maybe the best way to answer that. Ask that, and it's a horrible question to answer. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What are you trying to do? No, there's a lot of stuff that we're still trying to cover too, right? Yeah, we got a lot of stuff that we're like just about to. I guess maybe a better way of wording that then is there. I mean, if someone has never heard of yeah. the enemy, how do you how do you explain it? I mean, you must have to do this fairly frequently, I would guess, right? Like, how do you tell them? What it is you're doing? Um, I always look at Ryan. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like um, they should just go on the site and um, whatever their interpretation of the enemy is, that's what the enemy is. Okay. Um, it's interesting because we we had um, an interview from the Uniter, and the girl who interviewed us actually wrote an essay, um, a, a rhetoric based essay on on the enemy because she kept seeing the stickers around town. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those too. Yeah, yeah, and she was like, "This was my interpretation." I wrote like a paper on it. We're like, "Wow, that's cool. fucking that's really so cool." cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. like 
Awesome. So that was her interpretation of what the enemy is, and we kind of, I guess, want to leave it open for people. If that's what you're getting at. Well, the thing I've seen a few times on your, I guess, on your, your social media and the site is the honest and unmerciful yeah. kind of tagline. I mean, is that sort of the, the uh, I don't know what the word is, uh, like driving force behind it to just be yeah. putting out content that's, I mean, you mentioned uncensored earlier, right? That's yeah. sort of the goal. Yeah, totally. Um, I know personally I was like very disillusioned with the content that was coming out of Winnipeg. I think um, for the for the people that I've met and like, through the enemy and before I started the enemy, or before we started the enemy, um, like there's so many awesome like artists and writers and the the content that I just saw like, I don't know like like in like stylish like United or like the the Winnipeg Sun, yeah. like, and it's just like oh man this is like it sucks it's like not good like I don't know like a lot of it's really like interesting but some of this is like not good and we wanted to just have something that appealed to young Winnipeggers not just because it was from Winnipeg right we wanted like I think personally like as a kid like going to skate skates was awesome because it was like a really cool skate shop and it just happened to be from Winnipeg and I guess we want to be like a like a like a just like a a good site like a cool site that just happens to be from Winnipeg well skate's actually a good example because I remember back in the 90s like uh, when I was in junior high and stuff, so I guess this would be like 94, 95, people would, we'd all go there to buy punk tapes yeah. and hip-hop tapes. And that was where you, I mean, it was a skate shop, but it's where it also had the, the music stuff. And there was a bunch of different cultural things kind of coming together. So it's a, I think that's a good example. That's rad. To yeah. use for, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know which one, I don't know how old you guys are, but uh, I feel like I'm probably a bit older. Yeah. <laughs> but, because uh, I'm looking at your site too, and it's talking about, you know, it's for, it's for the youth, right? That's right. kind of the focus. And, uh, yeah. and the young at heart, of course. Young at heart, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I do have a lot more I wanted to ask you about uh, the enemy and uh, maybe about Winnipeg culture and, and in general. But um, the way this show works for people who haven't heard it before is we just press a button on a computer and it shoots out a word at us. And that word is used to select songs. And there's really no wrong answer. Basically, any way you can interpret the word to connect to a song by any artist, any genre. And I used to say that, that was, uh, the song choices kind of dictated the flow of the conversation. It often doesn't happen at all, and often we'll just play a song and then go right on to the questions again. But depending on what the song is, uh, it can definitely uh, change the, what we're talking about. So, uh, the word this week, uh, I think, it was predator. Mm-hmm. So, do one of you want to pick a song to get things started? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. What popped in my mind was someone preying on the weaker. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Equals diss tracks. Equals <laughs> Nas Ether. Like. Oh, awesome! Awesome. <laughs> It's pretty, I like it, I like it. I like, I like when it's not a little, little connection, because a lot of the time you'll, I'll do one of these and everyone will just pick, like, this, the word is in the song title. And that, that's cool too, but it's nice when yeah. it's connected. So that's cool, that's a great song too. Yeah. What's up, niggas? Hey, yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? You been on my dick, nigga. You love my uh, style, nigga. Uh, uh, Jay-Z. Uh, uh, fuck with your soul like ether. Will. Teach you the king, you know you. Nah. Godson across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost the race. Brace uh. yourself for the main event. Y'all impatiently waiting. It's like an AIDS test. What's the results? Not positive. Who's the best? Pop, Nas, and Big. Ain't no best. East, West, North, South, Floor, Style, Greeting. 
I embrace y'all with napalm. Blows up, no guts, left chest, face gone. How can I be garbage? Send me autos at your cottage. Burner at the side of your dome. Come out of my throne. I got this. Lock sense, 9-1. I am the truest. Name a rapper that I ain't influenced. Gave y'all chapters, but now I keep my eyes on the Judas. With the Y and Sophie fame, kept my name in his music. Check it. I fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know you not. Star son across the belly. I prove you lost already. Ayo, pass me the weed for my ashes out on these niggas, man. Hey, yo, you faggots, y'all kneel and kiss the motherfucking ring. I fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know you. Star son across the belly. I prove you lost already. I've been fucked over, left for dead, distant, forgotten. Luck ran out. They hope that I'll be gone, stiff and rotten. Y'all just piss on me, shit on me, spit on my grave. Talk about me, laugh behind my back, but in my face, shot some well wishing. Friendly acting, envy, hiding snakes. With your hands out for my money, man, I'm much can I take when the streets keep calling? Heard it when I was asleep that this gazy and cockafella records wanted beef. Started cocking up my weapon, slowly loading up this ammo to explode it on a camel and his soldiers. I can handle this for Dolo and his manuscript. Just sounds stupid when KRS already made an album called Blueprint first. Biggie's your man, then you got the nerve to say that you better than big. Dick sucking lips, won't you let the late great veteran live? Well. Son across the belly, Loose. I prove you lost already. Uh. The king is back with my crown Ew. at. Ill will, will rest in peace. Let's do it, niggas. I fuck with your soul like ether. Will. Teach you the king, you know you. Godson across the belly, Loose. I prove you lost already. Y'all niggas deal with emotions like bitches. What's sad is I love you because you're my brother. You traded your soul for riches. My child, I've watched you grow up to be famous. And now I smile like a proud dad watching his only son that made it. Seem to be only concerned with dissing women Were you abused as a child Scared to smile, they called you ugly Well life is harsh, hug me, don't reject me I'll make records to disrespect me Blatant or indirectly In 88, you was getting chased to your building Calling my crib and I ain't even Give you my numbers, all I did Was give you a style for you to run With smiling in my face, glad to break Bread with the guard, wearing jazz chains No text, no cash, no cars No jail bars, jigger, no pies No case, just Hawaiian shirt Hanging with little Chase, you a fan, a phony, a fake, a pussy, a stand. I still whip your ass. You 36 in a karate class, you Tabo ho. Trying to work it out, you trying to get brolic. Ask me if I'm trying to kick knowledge. Nah, I'm trying to kick the shit you need to learn though. That ether, that shit that make your soul burn slow. Burn Is he Dame Diddy? Dame Daddy or Dame Dummy Oh, I get it You Biggie and he's Puffy Ew. Rockefeller died of AIDS That was the end of his chapter And that's the guy y'all chose to name your company after Put it together I rock hoes, y'all rock fellas And now y'all trying to take my spot, fellas Philly's hot rock, fellas Put you in a dry spot, fellas In a pine box with nine shots for my Glock, fellas Foxy got you hot cause you kept your face in a puss what you think you getting girls now cause of your looks? Negro, please. Huh. You know mustache having with whiskers like a rat compared to beans you whack. And your man stabbed on and made you take the blame. You ass went from jazz to hanging with Kane to Irv to Big. And Eminem murdered you on your own shit. You a dick riding faggot. You love the attention. Queens niggas run you niggas. Ask Russell Simmons. Huh. R-O-C. Get gunned up and clap quick. J.J. Evans get gunned up and clap quick. Your whole damn record label gunned up and clap quick. Sean Carter to Jay-Z, damn you on jazz dick. So little Shorty's getting gunned up and clap quick. How much of Biggie's rhymes is gonna come out your fat lips? Wanted to be on every last one of my classics. You pop shit, apologize, nigga. Just ask Kiss.
All right, we're back. It was Ether. Yeah, I haven't heard that in years, but that was like, as far as this song goes, that's pretty, pretty high up there, right? I mean, that's uh, one of the like, classic. Yeah, gunshots. highly recognized. Yeah, gunshots. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I uh, rap fans are gonna be mad at me because that's the first time I've heard it in full. Oh really? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Dang. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I saw Nas. <laughs> Did he actually didn't play it though, right? Because this is no. That'd be funny if you played it. Like, <laughs> like, I almost feel like even if it doesn't mean anything anymore, it would be like people would want. I'd want to hear it. Like, yeah, I'd be expecting yeah. that. You know? Not maybe not expecting it, but it'd be, it'd be on my list. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. in the flesh. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that would be sick. Well, is is, is hip hop a big part of, of what you guys do? Because it seems like uh, I mean. Not that hip hop's like permeating the site or anything, but there's definitely a lot of references. I mean, there's, there's some you know outright hip hop related content, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like the stuff. <laughs> this is gonna make me sound old, but the stuff that I I've read on the site that is kind of over my head. Yeah. I feel it is connected in a way to what hip hop is now that I, is totally over my head. Like I think I'm just yeah. I've aged out of it, and <laughs> I just can't get. It. I mean, I still have this huge collection of '90s rap tapes and stuff, right. but like. The new stuff I can't get, and a lot of it's the new culture around it too, the fashion stuff and everything. And yeah. I just like I'm, I'm out of it. Anthony, do you want to answer that one? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how much of an impact does hip hop have on oh, what you guys do with yeah. the magazine? I guess it doesn't really have like. It's kind of just something that we all like, okay. I guess. So I, it kind of naturally, I guess, comes out. Yeah. Um, and that's somewhere like a personal bias kind of thing. Yeah. But. Also, there are there is like good like local hip hop that nobody really knows about. Yeah, yeah. Well, it has been for decades. I mean, yeah. it's been really awesome. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, for a long time. So I feel like yeah, they they kind of need some recognition. Yeah, so, totally, totally. Yeah, but that's kind of why I'm guessing that hip hop. Okay, a, okay. Is that something that's like kind of universally appreciated by the? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's no, okay. Is hip hop universally appreciated by like the, the the group of you? I mean, is that are you guys, are you guys all into rap or? Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, rap culture now is it's interesting what Vince Staples says about hip hop because rap culture is now the mainstream culture. Yeah. Like you have you there's literally a commercial with Taylor Swift who won I don't know how the fuck but like she won the album of the year yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's one of the most recognizable pop stars in like modern history and and she's listening to Future yeah. and she's running on a treadmill and rapping Future and Future's like literally like like lean incarnate and like yeah, yeah. trap music incarnate and like like literally like new atlanta and the bubblegum pop stars exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's interesting like i don't uh, yeah um like fucking like like in i feel like 2012 2013 like danny brown was like really really big with like molly and like fucking molly got really huge and now it's like xanax and lean and like rap music mm-hmm. and it's interesting that's like the the, the culture now i feel like for yeah rap determines like the direction the culture's gonna take right yeah totally which is actually i've seen some stuff recently because a lot of people i mean my age and older tend to not understand what rap is now and yeah. tend to compare it to what the older stuff yeah. and like very negatively too okay. and I've seen a lot of interesting debates online about like you know this is good this is garbage which is basically yeah. what people who listen to like other kinds of music were saying about rap when it first came exactly, out too right yeah. but it's, it's an interesting thing because like I mean I think everyone's kind of stuck in whatever music they, they got into when they first got into music mm. 
has this like untouchable even if it's bad it's stuck in your brain as this mm-hmm. like this is this perfect era of music yeah. that can't be fucked with totally. and that's what the problem is I think because you have kids who are not even born when that stuff came out yeah. who are now expected to sound like that stuff by the older people who are and it's just it's weird exactly it's weird that a young person's genre is, is like being criticized by older people like I'm not supposed yeah. to understand rap mm-hmm. yeah. anymore you know <laughs> yeah I see what like, I, I, I got kids I'm in my 30s like I'm not, yeah. you know, it's not for me anymore right yeah. I mean like it, but I don't know it I don't know if there's a question or not, but what do you think? I used to be like that. Ooh, I'm a hip hop head. I only like '90s rap, like yeah. the real stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I used to I mean, that. It's hard. It's hard to be open-minded when you really should be, because it's really yeah, like how you said, like it was back then. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, like this is garbage now. Like music, this isn't real music. Yeah. How like, does what, it? Did what it, happened to music? Yeah. Right. Right. right now, yeah, but everybody happened? says that. Everybody yeah. says like yeah. ten years. Yeah. Every ten years, people are like, oh, what happened <laughs> yeah. to music? Yeah. And it's like. Music naturally progresses, and it's either you got to keep up with it or you get left behind. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. how it is. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't you shouldn't appreciate like older older music, but you can't be closed minded to new music as well. No, definitely in that not. Same sense. Yeah. And it's it's hard to too. I mean, I, I mentioned this on another episode as well, but I read something and I don't remember where it was, but it said that I think it was thirty three is the cutoff age for when you just people in general stop being able to appreciate new music. Right. Like they just because of you know what's going on in their lives yeah. and like how yeah, their tastes have changed, developed, and they've been formed and stuff. Yeah. And I'm past that, so <laughs> I try by doing this show to like get right. in, in touch with as much new stuff as I can. But totally. it's it is definitely hard. Like I mean, it's. Why am I going to go out and check out some new band I've never heard of when I have all these records at home yeah, I can just yeah. put on and I like have this warm comfiness that comes with and it? And also, I think it has to do with like the references and what like absolutely yeah. talking about. Because like then, as you get older, you don't really you're not really around like younger kids and like the new lingo and like yeah. the new words. <laughs> right, and, right. And obviously, like music, like takes from that. And especially rap. Yeah, like, especially, more than more than anything else yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. In, in the aspect of not actually understanding what they're even talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's understandable. But that is that is the thing, for sure. There's like, I mean, like, you hear that all the time. I don't know what this, what is this song about? <laughs> I don't know yeah. what he's talking about, yeah. And I guess also with the references, too, if it's a reference that you personally understand, like, give it 10 years and the, the kids are not, even of a cultural reference, like rather to a TV show or a, you know, a political event or something, yeah. mm-hmm. it's not necessarily going to even be understood. So yeah. the same goes backwards, right? So yeah. a 20-year-old now listening to an album from 20 years ago is not going to know what you know, U.S. politics, the, the yeah, song is yeah. about, it's talking about some congressman or something, right? Yeah. So, like, depending like on what it is. Reagan or yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. What, what does Reagan mean to people who are 20 now, right? Yeah. What does even Clinton mean to people? I mean, you know, like a Bill, at least, exactly. right? Like, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's funny, though, we still hate Reagan. We weren't even around, <laughs> that. We weren't even around in yeah. the, the era, and we still hate Reagan. I was like a baby, man. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But all the punk albums I listened to from that era have like, exactly. taught me that I need to hate Reagan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. That's all I need to know. Is yeah. Like, yeah. You yeah. Hate him. Yeah. Bad said it. Like you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Uh, I think I tweeted one time. I was like. The only upside if Trump gets elected is that we're gonna have like way more like awesome punk music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people yeah. are so much angrier. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's funny though. I think at uh, one time we were all like in that era, like ourselves, just being able like access to the internet, like growing up with the internet is yeah. so great because like, like some of my first like art like musical influences with rap were like. Quasimodo and like Wu Tang at like yeah, twelve yeah. because I could like search that. Right there, exactly. Just, just pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're definitely. It was like at like fifteen, sixteen. You're like, 
oh man, like only like the real like nineties rap. And like I remember my friend trying to put me onto like Gucci. Yeah. And like I was like, no, fuck Gucci. <laughs> yeah. And I just kept listening to it like later on and like now like Gucci is one like my favorite rappers and like super into trap music. But you can still like appreciate the older music. It's just totally. And it's and it's inter- it's funny because trap music, like the new like like trap is good like the biggest like like coolest like mainstream rap or whatever. Um and it's derivative of like Gucci and then like further back like TI who was like huge in like in the south in like 2004 and like I feel like people can relate to that and um in and I don't know like oh man I'm probably going to piss people off but like southern I feel like southern rap also is like de- derivative of like New York rap so Yeah. I mean it all flows back to like one source I think. Well then then if you go far enough back that flows back to a bunch of other sources. Yeah, yeah. Going, exactly. Like, right, so yeah, it's all Everything's a continuum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, it's, I mean, I didn't mean to suggest that the whole magazine is hip hop based, but I, I yeah. definitely have seen that kind of uh, yeah. that kind of aspect to it. Um, I did have some other stuff, but I think we should go into a song because that was a pretty long uh, yeah. <laughs> discussion about that. I'm gonna pick a song just to right. just to go with the uh, theme. Cool. And when I first heard it, I started thinking, as I always do, of songs that have predator in the title. Yeah. But then I decided I didn't want to do that because, like we were saying before, it's nice to have like kind of a tangent or a weird connection. So uh, I was kind of looking look for my my albums and. Uh, I thought of this song by Chuck Fenda. Do you guys know Chuck Fenda? No, no. He's a dancehall artist, uh, okay. kind of popular in, I guess, mid-2000s, maybe? It was okay. like his big... He, he was never really that big, but that was kind of his, his big his big period. Yeah. And as people who listen to the show know, I listen to like just disgusting amounts of reggae and dancehall. Yeah. It's like kind of my primary... You know, I listen to a lot of different stuff, but that's yeah. sort of my main area. Yeah. So I always force it into the show whenever I can. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again yeah, today. Awesome. And the song by Chuck Fenda is... Uh, it was his, I think it was his biggest... It may be his biggest hit today. I'm not sure. But it's called Gashdem, okay. and it's basically about uh, cutting and setting on fire uh, like child predators right. and people who murder old people, and like it's just really, really kind of vengeance heavy right. on uh, people yeah. who do shitty things oh. to vulnerable people should be murdered. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's a little harsh, but it's a really good song. So right. Gashdem, check that out. Cool. Oh, that's funny. All right, we're back. That was Ether. Yeah, I haven't heard that in years, but that was like, as far as this song goes, that's pretty. Pretty high up there, right? I mean, that's uh, yeah, one of the like, classic. Yeah, gunshots. highly recognized. Yeah, gunshots. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I uh, rap fans are gonna be mad at me because that's the first time I've heard it in full. Oh really? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay. Well, like, yeah. Went to Nas. Yeah, and I saw Nas. <laughs> Did he didn't play it though, right? Because this is no. Yeah. 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 That'd be funny if you played it. <laughs> <That'd be, yeah. laughs> I almost feel like even if it doesn't mean anything anymore, it would be like people would want. I'd want to hear it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not, maybe not expecting it, but it'd be, it'd be on my list. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is, is, is hip-hop a big part of, of what you guys do? Because it seems like, uh, I mean, not that hip-hop's like permeating the site or anything, but there's definitely a lot of references. I mean, there's, there's some, you know, outright hip-hop-related content. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like the stuff, <laughs> this is going to make me sound old, but the stuff that I, I've read on the site that is kind of over my head, yeah. I feel... It is connected in a way to what hip hop is now that I, is totally over my head. Like I think I'm just yeah. I'm aged out of it, and <laughs> I just can't get. It. I mean, I still have this huge collection of '90s rap tapes and stuff, right. but like the new stuff I can't get. And a lot of it's the new culture around it too, the fashion stuff and everything. And yeah. I just like I'm I'm out of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Anthony, do you want to answer that one? What? <laughs> well, I mean, how much of an impact does hip hop have on oh, what you guys do with yeah. the magazine? I guess it doesn't really have like. It's kind of just something that we all like, okay. I guess. So I, it kind of naturally, I guess, comes out. Yeah. Um, and that's somewhere like a personal bias kind of thing. Yeah. But 
also there are there is like good like local hip hop that nobody really knows about. Yeah, yeah. Well, it has been for decades. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, for a long time. So I feel like yeah, they they kind of need some recognition. Yeah, so. totally, totally. Yeah, but that's kind of why I'm guessing that hip hop. Okay. Is, uh, okay. is that something that's like kind of universally appreciated by the? I'm sorry. That's okay. Is hip hop universally appreciated by like the, the the group of you? I mean, is that are you guys goes all into rap or? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rap culture now is it's interesting what Vince Staples says about hip hop because rap culture is now the mainstream culture. Yeah. Like you have you there's literally a commercial. With Taylor Swift, who won, I don't know how the fuck, but like she won the album of the year, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's one of the most recognizable pop stars in like modern history. And she's listening to Future, yeah. and she's running on a treadmill and rapping Future, and Future's like literally like, like lean incarnate and like yeah, yeah. trap music incarnate and like. Like literally, like New Atlanta, and then bubblegum pop stars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Like I don't. Uh, yeah. Um. Like fucking. Like like in. I feel like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Like Danny Brown was like really really big with like Molly and like fucking Molly got really huge and now it's like Xanax and Lean and like rap music, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. That's like the the, the culture now. I feel like for yeah, really rap determines like the direction the culture is going to take, right? Yeah, totally. Which is actually I've seen some stuff recently because a lot of people. I mean, my age and older tend to not understand what rap is now and yeah. tend to compare it to what the older stuff yeah. and like very negatively too. Right. And I've seen a lot of interesting debates online about like, you know, this is good, this is garbage, which is basically yeah. what people who listen to like other kinds of music were saying about rap when it first came exactly. out too, right? Yeah. But it's, it's an interesting thing because like, I mean, I think everyone's kind of stuck in whatever music they, they got into when they first got into music. Mm has this like untouchable even if it's bad it's stuck in your brain as this yeah. like this is this perfect era of music yeah. that can't be fucked with totally. and that's what the problem is I think because you have kids who are not even born when that stuff came out yeah. who are now expected to sound like that stuff by the older people who are and it's just it's weird exactly it's weird that a young yeah. person's genre is, is like being criticized by older people like I'm not supposed yeah. to understand rap yeah. anymore you know <laughs> yeah I see what you like, I, I, I got kids I'm in my 30s like I'm not, yeah. you know, it's not for me anymore right yeah. I mean like it, but I don't know it I don't know if there's a question or not, but... What do you think? I used to be like that. Ooh, I'm a hip-hop head. I only like 90s rap. Like, yeah. the real stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to I mean, be that. It's hard, it's hard to be open-minded when you really should be. Because it's really, yeah, like how you said, like, it was back then. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, like, this is garbage now. Like, music, this isn't real music. Yeah, how like, does what, it... Did what it, happened to music? Yeah, right, right. right now, yeah, but everybody happened. says that. Everybody yeah. says, like, yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Every 10 years, people are like, oh, what happened <laughs> yeah. to music? Yeah. And it's like... Music naturally progresses, and it's either you got to keep up with it or you get left behind. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. how it is. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't you shouldn't appreciate like older older music, but you can't be closed minded to new music as well. No, definitely in that not. Same sense. Yeah. And it's it's hard to too. I mean, I, I mentioned this in another episode as well, but I read something and I don't remember where it was, but it said that I think it was thirty three is the cutoff age for when you just people in general stop being able to appreciate new music. Right. Like they just because of you know what's going on in their lives yeah. and like how yeah, their tastes have changed, developed and they've been formed and stuff. Yeah. And I'm past that. So <laughs> I try by doing this show to like get right. in, in touch with as much new stuff as I can. But totally. it's it is definitely hard. Like I mean it's 
why am I going to go out and check out some new band I've never heard of when I have all these records at home yeah, I can just yeah. put on and I like have this warm comfiness that comes with it. And also, I think it has to do with like the references and what like absolutely yeah. talking about. Because like then, as you get older, you don't really. You're not really around like younger kids and like the new lingo and like yeah. new words. And, right, right. And obviously, like music, like takes from that. And, especially rap. Yeah, like, especially, more than more than anything else, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, in in the aspect of not actually understanding what they're even talking about, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's understandable. But that is that is the thing for sure. There's like I mean like, you hear that all the time. I don't know what this what is this song about. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah. And I guess also with the references too, if it's a reference that you personally understand, like give it 10 years and the kids are not even of a cultural reference like rather to a TV show or a, you know, a political event or something yeah. mm-hmm. it's not necessarily going to even be understood so yeah. the same goes backwards right? so yeah. the 20 year old now listening to an album from 20 years ago is not going to know what you know US politics the, the song is about yeah. it's just talking about some congressman or something right? yeah. so like, depending on like what it is Reagan or yeah, yeah yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what does Reagan mean to people who are 20 now right? yeah. what does even Clinton mean to people I mean you know like a bill <laughs> at least right? like, yeah it's, it's weird it's funny though we still hate Reagan <laughs> we, weren't even around that. we weren't even around in yeah. the, the era, and we still hate Reagan. I was like a baby when I don't know. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. But all the punk albums I listened to from that era have like, exactly. taught me that I need to hate Reagan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. exactly. That's, yeah, that's all I need to know is yeah. that yeah. you should hate Yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh, I think I tweeted one time, I was like, the only upside if Trump gets elected is that we're gonna have like way more like awesome punk music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, People yeah. are so much angrier. Exactly. Uh, it's funny though. I think at uh, one time we were all like in that era, like ourselves, just being able like access to the internet. Like growing up with the internet is yeah. so great because like, like some of my first like art like musical influences with rap were like Quasimodo and like Wu Tang at like yeah, twelve yeah. because I could like search that. Right there. Exactly. Just, just pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you definitely. It was like at like fifteen, sixteen. You're like. Oh man, like only like the real like '90s rap, and like I remember my friend trying to put me onto like Gucci, yeah. and like I was like, no, fuck Gucci, <laughs> yeah. and I just kept listening to it like later on, and like now like Gucci is one like my favorite rappers, and like super into trap music, but you can still like appreciate the older music. It's just totally, and it's and it's inter- It's funny because trap music, like the new like like trap is good, like the biggest like like coolest like mainstream rap or whatever, um, and it's derivative of like. Gucci, and then, like, further back, like, T.I., who was, like, huge, in, like, in the South in, like, 2004, and, like, I feel like people can relate to that, and, um, in, and I don't know, like, oh, man, I'm probably gonna piss people off, but, like, Southern, I feel like Southern rap also is, like, de- derivative of, like, New York rap, so. Yeah. I mean, it all flows back to, like, one source, I think. Well, then, then, if you go far enough back, that flows back to a bunch of other sources. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Right. So, yeah, it's all, everything's a continuum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I, I mean, I didn't mean to suggest that the whole magazine is hip hop based, but I, I definitely no. have seen that kind of uh, yeah. that kind of aspect to it. Um, I did have some other stuff, but I think we should go into a song because that was a pretty long <laughs> discussion about that. I'm gonna pick a song just to nice. just to go with the uh, theme. Cool. And when I first heard it, I started thinking, as I always do, of songs that have predator in the title. But yeah. then I decided I didn't want to do that because, like we were saying before, it's nice to have like kind of a tangent or a weird connection. So uh, I was kind of looking look for my my albums, and uh, I thought of this song by Chuck Fenda. Do you guys know Chuck Fenda? No, he's a dancehall artist, uh, oh, okay. kind of popular in, I guess, mid two thousands. Maybe it was okay. like his big. He, he was never really that big, but that was kind of his, his big, his big period. Yeah. And as people who listen to the show know, I listen to like just disgusting amounts of reggae and dancehall. Yeah. It's like kind of my primary, you know, 
I listen to a lot of different stuff, but that's yeah. sort of my main area. Yeah. So I always force it into the show whenever I can. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going to do it again. I can do it again yeah, today. Awesome. And the song by Chuck Fenda is, uh, it was his, I think it was his biggest hit. It may be his biggest hit today, I'm not sure. Yeah. But it's called Gash Down. Okay. And it's basically about uh, cutting and setting on fire uh, like child predators right. and people who murder old people. And like it's just really, really kind of vengeance heavy right. on uh, people yeah. who do shitty things that oh. vulnerable people should be murdered. I'm 
push it till blood start draw all the crimes for you have to pay for. Gash them and lie, eh? For all the negative vibes with them I bring. Gash them and lie, eh? All right, that was Chuck Fender, and uh, the best thing about that song was uh, I just think this song, but uh, it came out like internationally on this uh, LP called uh, "The Living Fire," which yeah. he calls himself, and he yells in every single song. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, this, like, this is the first track, right? Yeah. And the second track. Is about how this single got censored. Okay. So he's like, it's very self-referential. Nice. It's kind of ridiculous because I mean, obviously this came out a few years before the record, right. and they did other single, and then that was a hit too. Song about the censorship of the first song. Yeah, was, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I figured it fit Predator because he's yeah. talking about you know killing yeah. Predator. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, something interesting actually. That's like uh, another thing about like I guess like maybe cultural differences between like now and like the not late nineties yeah. or two thousands, which isn't really that long time. No, but, like, it's not that um, yeah, is the kind of like the almost like it not I don't know if it like accepted but just like allowed like homophobia and like rap oh, yeah, and yeah. like dance hall. Dance hall heavily. Uh, heavy, yeah, super yeah. heavy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's so bad. And just like like even like listening to Ether and like him throwing out like hard Fs yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, oh man, you couldn't do that. And like, it's so casual too. It's just yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's actually a problem. I mean, it's a problem in a lot of genres of music, I guess. But yeah. I mean, especially with dancehall, as someone who's listening to, I mean, I listen to dancehall most of my life, right? I mean, this is kind of like, this is what and came came from reggae, and you know, and then eventually got more into the dancehall, and yeah. I got into hip hop that way actually, rather than. But anyway, okay. um, like someone like Buju Banton, right? Who is yeah. like notorious for that one song that is super, super homophobic, yeah. like unbelievably homophobic. Yeah. And it's every time I listen to Buju or I, I, I like, you know, play him on the show or something, mm-hmm. I feel like I have to, whether on air or off air, like yeah. explain myself yeah. for having this record, you know? And it's yeah. shitty because like, I'm not going to explain myself now, <laughs> but yeah. I've done it before. Yeah. But like, it sucks to own an album by someone where there's something super hateful like that on it. Yeah. And then the rest of it is super positive and it's yeah. just like, it's yeah. a weird... Because now, now I don't think you can do... Oh, that's all you could. Because, yeah. you know, Jamaica is obviously culturally pretty different than, than yeah. here in terms of, like, progressiveness, but... It's funny because I've heard like dancehall songs and like clubs and stuff. I'm like, man, this is so. But like, I don't know if people can't understand it because it's patois or yeah. something. But like, it's funny because they don't understand the lyrics and they're so bad. <laughs> they're really like it's really bad. Yeah, it's like it's really, really bad, bad. Like yeah. stepping on gay people yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. beating the yeah. shit out of them yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. That's the problem with bad brains that I have. You know what? I'm not, it's another thing too. Bad brains is probably my favorite band of all yeah. time. Like, I love them and I grew up listening to them. I've seen them live. Like. They're amazing, they're amazing. Yeah. but it's one of the, one of those things where it's like, do you se- can you separate the artist from the exactly. art? Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. there's there's one song that's questionable yeah. on, on the quickness, right? And yeah. uh, which has actual homophobic lyrics, yeah. kind of. I mean, you can yeah. if you listen close enough, you're like, yeah, that's probably what he's saying. Yeah. But and then there's all the stories about HR exactly. being homophobe, which is super shitty. <sighs> so, yeah. His name is Human Rights. Like, I know. I'm I know. homophobe. But then so much of the other content yeah. is super pro, super pro cultural yeah. and like it's very positive and everything and uplifting. But then there's just like. Yeah. And that's in the 80s, too. I mean, that's yeah. like, you know, 86, 87 when that stuff first came out. Yeah. Like, and I, I, don't know, I don't know what to do with it yeah. because exactly. it sucks. <laughs> it's like, this band is unbelievable, but yeah. then is that one... So I don't know. I was actually thinking, I'm not going to do it because I don't have time, but I've always wanted to do another podcast called, like, Scumbag of the Week. Okay. And just, like, to focus <laughs> on someone who otherwise is cool yeah. but has done or said something really offensive in one way or another and then get yeah. a fan of that person on the show yeah. and argue uh, with them about it. I think oh, it would be awesome. But I that's love a good idea. I, that's a good idea. I, Someone's going to steal it now. Exactly. You already put it up. Yeah. Let's cut that out. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. I love HR, like, other than... That, exactly. It's, yeah, it's yeah. terrible to say. Other than that, like, HR is an artist, and like, even hearing like when uh, Chromex came here and yeah. 
um, like just hearing interviews of John Joseph talking about how much HR like influenced him, how much he was a positive, um, like influence, and then hearing about stories when they were in like Texas with the big boys, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. But the, the good thing, at least, is that Daryl Jennifer, the bass player, he yeah. has since, like, like recanted all that and said, yeah. you're stupid and young and, like, you know, this is what was in the culture at the time. Yeah. And, like, I feel shitty for doing it, but it's, mm. you know. So I don't know if HR has ever done it, but HR has, like, lost his mind completely mm. at this point, so I don't think he ever recanted. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, it's hard, though. And, I mean, especially with, with rap and dancehall, because there's so much stuff that's super offensive. And, <laughs> yeah, it's so I don't know if you view it. You have to view it from like the time and place thing, and yeah. but even still, yeah. it's like, hard. Yeah, it's like still. Tyler, like Tyler the Creator, right. is still, yeah, yeah, exactly. like, so it's not. It hasn't gone away yet. No, no, no. It's 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 weird. It's, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird to hear it casually. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like yeah. nowadays someone's gonna throw in a word like that and they're gonna do it to get like maximum offense from yeah, it. Yeah, but when you hear someone just rattling it off, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's that. There's that difference. Yeah, yeah. kind of uh, kind of odd. But anyway, back to the magazine. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that music is great. Yeah, that, that's, that's what the show is about. Oh, but, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do, I do, I mean, I, I like what you're doing, and I like seeing anyone doing this kind of thing. And, like, have you had a successful response from it? Like, I mean, you're getting people, you said you're getting people submitting stuff now, which is awesome. But it's been around for a few years. You've been kind of, you know, floating around the internet. Have you had positive feedback from people who are reading it? Or, or any feedback? I mean, it's hard to get feedback Ooh. when you're an online. Should we name drop Reddit? Our Winnipeg. I yeah, saw they hate us. It's sick. I, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I hope they keep hating us. It's great when they hate us because everyone else loves us except them. And it's awesome. Well, they hate everything though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's good. True. Like when they start liking us, this one will know that we fucking up because yeah. we're not made for like, yeah. like I don't know, like the middle class, like like forties. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Winnipegger. Yeah. Um, people locally like really like us. Yeah. It's it's weird. I didn't think like. <laughs> We've got like fan art. It's really? su- yeah. Um, shout out to Arthur. Shout out to Rowena, oh, yeah. and someone else made some fan art too. I can't remember. But just like people like painted like the torch and stuff. It's and, awesome. Um, yeah. What is the deal with the torch? Because I, I really like the like for the mixtapes. You have all those individual images for them. So what's the uh, the story behind that? Oh, I think it stemmed off like being inspired by Quasimodo, just okay. having like a character to her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The torch is from outer space, though. Oh, yeah. So you'll hear more about that oh, yeah, yeah. at a later time. But the right. torch is not... The torch has a backstory? Or? Yeah, the torch has a backstory. The torch is not of Earth. Okay. Uh, he's much too important to be of Earth. Um, I don't... Yeah. Just, just leave it at that. Yeah. Just leave it at that. But that's, I mean, that's like the, the, the icon for the, the magazine, right? I mean, that's kind of... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the font, you guys have a pretty good mm-hmm. pretty good style for the, the, the wording, but... Torch is I kind of see it all over the place. Yeah, the torch is yeah. So it's a good idea to have like a mm-hmm. somebody you can associate with. Exactly. Ocean Head. Yeah. <laughs> Witch Police. Uh, yeah. No, how did you get the uh, name for Witch Police? Ooh, uh, it's completely meaningless. Like everyone's like assuming there's gonna be some kind of big story behind yeah. it, but literally this is. I mean, I think I, mean, I don't know if I explained it before, but literally this is what happened. I was watching as Halloween like many years ago. I was yeah. watching a bunch of scary movies with a bunch of friends, and I think it was Rosemary's Baby. I'm not sure, yeah. but. Um, and I found a plot hole in it that I thought was a plot hole, okay. and I just thought she could easily just call the police and solve this problem like an hour ago. Okay. And then my friends, she said, uh, "Who is going to call the witch police?" <laughs> so I wrote it down, and then I found it like a few weeks later, and oh, I found the witch police. And uh, I, I, I was, am, always will be in a group with Rob Crooks uh, called Dynamo, and we okay. make music together very sporadically. Yeah. And we had a song that we called "Witch Police," uh-huh. and when I made the site. 
that was on the two-song single that we okay. kind of launched, Which Police is a Sight, so yeah. I needed to call it something. Totally. So I was like, hey, yeah, Which Police. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything, and the song the song lyrics are just nothing to do with that either. Yeah. It's just, it sounds cool. It's and I'm cool stuck with yeah. it. I'm totally it's stuck great. with it now, though. It's a cool name, yeah, definitely. The only problem with it as a podcast, though, is that, I mean, people in Winnipeg, I think at this point, it's been around for coming up on four years now, mm-hmm. people know what it is. Yeah. Uh, well, I, enough people do anyway that it's okay, but, yeah. I mean, anyone outside <laughs> trying to figure it out, yeah. it doesn't really say anything about what it is, like, which yeah. is totally meaningless. Mm-hmm. It sounds interesting, I guess, maybe, but yeah, at least the enemy, it sounds confrontational, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. That's really, that's the funny thing, like, yeah. of, of businesses, like, getting mad at us. How dare you? The enemy. Like, <laughs> um, like uh, when we like give stickers to people and they put them off. Um, yeah, it's uh, that. That was another thing about the name is we wanted it to be something like that. I feel like because um, well, there's like a lot of meanings. For Does that, that connect with the the youth aspect of it too, though? Like with the young people, young people as the enemy of the established culture or whatever. Is that part of it or? Um, that's a good. To do it? I like that. I like that interpretation. That. Because it's your interpretation, that's also, like, one of the meanings. Uh, right, right. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's one of the meanings. Uh, also, like, the media is being the enemy to the youth because of, um, like, pretty much, like, I don't I don't want to go on a rant about, like, media and marketing, but, like, right, people, right. like, pretty much, like, le, like, media has always been influencing people, and it's influencing the young people because that's the target, that's, like, the most sought-after target demographic. Yeah, and so... Um, like media is always trying to pull young people one way or the other and telling them what to do and I mean we're like as the enemy we're a part of that but we're also of the youth so um, we try to just be as honest and merciful as we can um, so like try to present things like it's it's not it can't it's not objective like we have op-ed pieces and we yeah, still yeah. state their op-ed pieces yeah. but we just try to present things in a way that appeals to the youth that like isn't really trying to sell it them on something unless we truly believe on it in okay. it. Yeah. So you're not like endorsing a political candidate. Exactly. Yeah. Might be strange. <laughs> yeah. We're thinking of making, oh, I don't know if we have time to do this, but I mean, it's going to be a couple of weeks, but we're thinking of making like baseball, baseball cards of like the fucking, like the political candidates oh, and yeah. like talking about how like, I don't know, like Brian Pallister's the devil and like all the rest of them like suck or whatever. <laughs> well, by the time people hear this election will be over. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Hopefully Brian Pallister doesn't become pr- like the, the premier Pretty sure by the time people hear this, he'll be the premier. Yeah, if he is, I don't know. I hope he hears this. Like, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll tweet it. I don't remember. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to pick another song to go with the predator theme? All right. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. I guess it's also like I do have a black flag shirt on, but um, Henry Rollins, I feel like, is a very predatory um, um, lead singer. Okay. Um. Uh. Very intense. Very in your face. He pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. Um, so I think Rise Against is like, or Rise Above, rise wow, above, Rise Above, yeah. wow. Rise Against, yeah. can't believe it's so good. Yeah, Black Flag Rise Above would be perfect. Rise above, we're gonna rise above 
Black, Black Flag, Rise Above, yeah, it's, it's always good. <laughs> yeah. can't, can't complain about that. I love Black Flag. I think, um, I, I mean, they're one of those bands I think totally transcends like age group or whatever. It's like, yeah. There's certain, I mean, Bad Brains is maybe another one, despite yeah, totally. the, the homophobia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That, that whole era, actually, of hardcore is like, as far as punk music goes, that's definitely my, I feel like, I rate that above everything else. Even though I grew up listening to like the shitty fat records, skate punk stuff, yeah. like, I still put the 80s yeah. stuff way, way higher. Yeah. High watermark of punk for sure. Yeah. yeah, which is weird because hardcore means so many totally different things. Totally different things. Like, because yeah, when I was before I got into this stuff, mm-hmm. hardcore to me meant that like really lame, like straight edge stuff I was listening to, which was kind of, like a guys in giant hoodies and there's like thirty five of them and they're always <laughs> chanting about having to beat up anyone who drinks it. <laughs> and I mean that I grew to that pretty quick. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah straight <laughs> edge youth crew. Yeah, yeah, youth crew stuff. It's so weird. I, I tried listening to like I pulled up a bunch of Earth Crisis and Strife albums recently, yeah. and I, it's so weird that I liked it. Like I can't even. But then like Black Flag, it's pretty yeah. much consistently. Yeah, I love it. And I always have and always will probably. But yeah. I don't know. Do you guys have? Um, as far as uh, your backgrounds when it comes to making this, this this magazine, do you have any background in actually uh, any of the you know journalism or art direction or any, any of the elements that would traditionally be the jobs people would have making a magazine? I mean, not a DIY one, but like a, a more mainstream. Or is this all kind of just learn on the go sort of thing? Or? Uh. I don't know. I went to art school. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, the, the reason I ask is because, um, like, I feel that nowadays, again, I'm like an old guy, but the way people, anyone can, it's good and bad that anyone thinks they can do anything now, because it's great that someone wants to make a magazine, boom, they get a magazine, someone wants to do a podcast, they want to make a, shoot their own movie, whatever, mm-hmm. become a photographer, it's, the internet makes that possible for everyone, mm-hmm. but... I, I know, you know, as someone who, who used to work in journalism and uh, who still knows a lot of people in that field, a common complaint, and I'm not saying that you guys are <laughs> a yeah. part of this, but is that, like, everyone thinks they can do it and it results in a lot of watered-down kind yeah. of bad content. And obviously there are people who are doing it DIY yeah. without any official, you know, formal training who are doing great stuff. But, I mean, it's got to be hard launching a magazine on the Internet 
because you're competing not only with, I mean, if you launched a physical magazine, yeah. you'd be competing with a few other local weeklies or whatever, you know, whatever your release schedule would be. Yeah. But online, you're competing with blogs, you're competing with, uh, like, yeah. some guy's Tumblr. <laughs> you're competing yeah. with all kinds of shit. So does that, I mean, is there a hard, there's an easy barrier to entry, but is there a hard barrier to entry in terms of actually succeeding? Like, if you found, it? if that makes sense? Uh, I don't think we, I don't think it's a competition yeah. uh, to us. Particularly, um, although we're like the best publication in Winnipeg, I think. Well, <laughs> you should you should want to think that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just I, I um no Red Rising's up there too. We fuck with, actually, we yeah, really yeah. fuck with Red yeah. Rising. Um, uh, I think um, uh, personally, like writing for the enemy, um, I had a lot of um problems with uh like internet publications especially like like there's like content aggregators like buzzfeed yeah, yeah. and like uh, even vice like falls into that uh, arena as well which are like good because you can see a lot of cool stuff but at the same time it's just like hey look at this like fucking clickbait article and like we i didn't want like the enemy to be clickbait at all yeah and so um i don't know i think it's i, I think it's kind of just we're in our we're putting stuff out we're creating and we're learning as we do it and People are noticing, and it's cool if they, they notice it, and if they did, I like, we just, like, keep like, doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, as for, I don't know, as, is it, is it tough? Like, like, well, I, having, I mean, I obviously, I guess, I'm trying to think of a better way to word that. I mean, yeah. obviously, getting it started is a thing that anyone can do, right? I mean, yeah. it, because the internet makes it available, anyone can just start a site. I mean, yeah. whether it's going to be good or not is totally up in the air. Yeah. But is it hard to get kind of a consistent readership, I guess, because, I mean, being online, there's mm. seven billion other places someone can click in seconds, right? To just yeah. bounce off what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, do you find that? I mean, have you heard feedback from readers that they're like sticking with what you're doing every every time you publish something new? Or yeah, we have a pretty consistent readership, I think. Yeah. Like just like a. Like, when's the next mixtape coming out? Like, yeah. It's from Hong Kong, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Hong Kong, like Australia, like the propaganda article, like hit like. Was like very yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people read that. That tends to happen with propaganda. Yeah. I had Chris on the show, and like yeah. that's our by far most downloaded episode. But like a landslide, like yeah. you know, even some other ones with bigger name bands that I think that that maybe I was expecting to get, but propaganda is just yeah. Because I mean, Winnipeg, right? Like they're exactly. they're so iconic and everything. But yeah, yeah, I read that. Up, and that was yeah. one of the first things I read. Oh, yeah? <laughs> on the enemy site, which is probably how I found it. I think that may be one of the ways I found uh, it. So I mean, it makes sense. That's what did you think of the article? I mean, I agree with a lot of it. Okay. As someone who's listened to them for a really yeah. long time, I mean, I, I, for, I, the only time I've seen them live it was in '97, which is ridiculous oh, because wow. I, I may have been a fan since, but yeah. they sell yeah. out in seconds. Yes. And I'm usually not somewhere where I can easily get a ticket, so yeah. I haven't seen them. It's frustrating because yeah. every time I hear them come, oh great, and then it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good. It was good. I mean, I think that people actually. Uh, I did an episode recently with. Um, uh, a guy who went by the name, the stage name of Bartley Knives, mm -hmm. which is a reference to Bartley Kivas, like for the Free Press. Mm -hmm. And um, he, we were talking about propaganda and the weaker lens and stuff. And um, he actually wrote a, a master's thesis on the weaker lens. Like, okay. it's, I mean, <laughs> so he's very deep into that whole kind of uh, thing there. And we kind of were talking about how propaganda, it's like such an iconic thing for Winnipeg that, I mean, doesn't matter what generation you're in, people who are older than them are listening to them, and people who are teenagers now are listening to them, and it's this weird, and like they, they're one of those weird bands that keeps getting better as they get older, which doesn't make any sense, because usually, you know, by the time you're 45 or whatever, you're going to start to suck, right, especially playing yeah. punk rock, like, yeah. and they are, they're improving and getting heavier and faster, and yeah, I don't know, like, I think they're really important to Winnipeg, everyone I know 
even people who wouldn't touch that kind of music otherwise has some kind of connection mm-hmm. to having heard them. That's interesting. I don't know. And they mean a lot to me too personally because like I uh, I grew up without eating meat. Like I've never eaten meat. Oh, and really? so growing up vegetarian, I mean it's much easier now because now there's so many restaurants and things like that and everything, right? But in the early mid nineties, like You've yeah. never eaten Never had, never had, no. That's never. amazing. So yeah. hearing propaganda singing, yeah. like, you know, uh, like... With the flensing of... Uh, before that, though, right? I mean, even on, like, the first album I heard of theirs was Let's Talk More Rock, and, they, and then I went back to the first one. But, I mean, Let's Talk More Rock has that uh, that song, uh, Meat is Still Murder, Dairy is Still Rape. Mm. And for someone who was, like, I guess it was, I don't know, 14 or something then, right? 15. Like, hearing that and just being like, holy shit. Because mm. no one else I knew ever knew meat, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was like, this is really this cool thing to latch onto that, like, you know, these guys represented what my whole life yeah. was, you know, not about, but I mean, it was a... How did you part. get through your teenage years as a, like, the peer pressure? Was there peer pressure? Oh, tons of, yeah, man. Yeah, how did you get through that? I just didn't give a shit. Yeah, that's awesome. I just ate what I ate, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I ate a lot of curry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I right. still eat a lot of curry. That's yeah. pretty much how it works, yeah. yeah. But I don't know, yeah, I think they mean a lot to a lot of people. Because, mm-hmm. like, because I mean, obviously the politics are fairly extreme. Yeah. But they can be, depending <laughs> on the song, right? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, uh, People can even who don't agree with, you know. I, mean, I know people who would never ever admit to agreeing with what Chris Hanna is saying in any of the songs, yeah. but they still love it and they still listen to it and they're gonna, you know, add bang it to it or whatever. But so I don't know. They have a weird. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how we got on that, but oh, the, the article you guys know. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Shiv, shout out to Shiv. Yeah, shout out to Shiv. But that, that's. I mean, that's a cool. I guess. Um, how does that fit in to, to what your overall kind of... Because uh, that was a personal essay, right? Yeah. But it was about a local artist. Yeah. I mean, um, is that something you want, you want to do more of, that, that kind of style? Or would you rather be doing interviews with local artists? Or what, I mean... Um, that's, I guess that goes back to being a creative outlet. Like, we're trying to do... If we think it would be interesting to, like, young people... This, I guess maybe, like, more, like, young people in general and then young people focus, but with a particular focus on Winnipeg, okay. like, we'll, we'll do it. And, like, there's, this, like, our, our, like, a, another writer for us, um, Shiv, he was, like, he was, like, yeah, I got this, I want to write about propaganda. He was, like, we were, like, yeah, fuck yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's the thing, we're, we're trying to be open to, like, a lot of different things, like, we we're, um, Diving into like graffiti in the city yeah. soon. Um, we're gonna be talking to like a very, I guess, probably one of the more pro- prolific graffiti artists. Um, skating. Yeah, skating. Um, hardcore. Yeah. Uh, writing an introduction to hardcore in Winnipeg. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like um, hardcore, like the history of, or? Um, a, a little bit of a backstory, but more focused on um, entering the scene now, I guess. Okay, okay. Scene. Yeah, and, uh, per, and personal experiences right. with objective stuff, like interviews with people in the scene. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's cool because all that stuff that you mentioned, I mean, like the, the I mean, obviously graffiti mm. and uh, the punk stuff and hip-hop, that's all kind of skateboarding. It is all kind of connected, too. I mean, there's a bunch of different scenes, but they've always been like a, exactly. something that combines all that stuff, right? I mean, punks have always been into hip-hop a little bit and vice versa, and like skateboarders do both. <laughs> and, mm. and graffiti is kind of tied in. Well, yeah, it's, it's cool. I mean, I think that what I like about the internet now and people being able to do DIY magazines, podcasts, whatever, mm. is it reminds me of being a teenager and being in the punk scene in Winnipeg where we'd have these... I, I've definitely talked about this on the show before, so I apologize to anyone who listens regularly. But, uh, I mean, when I was about 16 or so, we used to do these shows at the Broadway Neighborhood Center in the basement, mm-hmm. and there'd be 
15 to 20 bands on the bill and every weekend it would be a show and it was just like the most garbage DIY like yeah. it was horrible like yeah. not good sound quality or anything yeah. and it was the best thing ever because yeah. everyone no one was making any money no one cared about yeah. making money yeah. there was like a ska band with a hardcore band with a rap group with a metal but you know, it was just like folk singer yeah. opening up everyone dumped in there anyone who wanted to get in the bill would get in the bill yeah. and it was awesome and I feel like that's kind of happening now locally with other kinds of creative things I mean I'm sure it's still happening in the music scene but I mean yeah. like even with podcasting I mean, when I started doing this, I didn't know of any other local podcast. There may have been some, but now there's tons of them. Like, yeah. Everywhere, every every day, I discover a new one. So it's yeah. cool. Someone's doing, and then a lot of them kind of. I mean, I've done crossover episodes with some other people's podcasts, which is super cool, and it's it's very it's all kind of connected. So I don't know. It's all that stuff is related, and it's, I, I, I I'm always always gonna like DIY culture. Yeah. I think it's yeah. Yeah, it's right. It's, that's kind of like that. That is like what we're trying to do. Really, like the me- melting pot. I think mm-hmm. okay. different. Um, different genres, uh, different artistic avenues, pretty much just any like positive creative expression. Like, that's kind of what, like, um, I guess a lot of like the backstory, um, as well to go with like the torture almost is like the zombification. Like, we talked about that a little bit. Um, and it's just that, that the feeling of apathy, like the February yeah. feeling in Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is February, like, everyone knows what that is. Yeah, yeah. And just trying to be the exact opposite of that. Okay. And I think, like, exactly what you're talking about, like, the the, the basement show with 15 different bands yeah. from completely different genres, like, that is the, the that is how you combat the zombification. Definitely. And that was happening in the winter a lot, too, right? Because, yeah. like, what else are you going to do? Let's yeah. go to some weird all-ages punk show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does someone want to pick another song to go with, uh, Brenner? Sorry, I feel like I'm talking way too much. Oh, no, it's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you get some good. Yeah, yeah. What do we got for our next, uh... Yeah. Um, Predators, right? Yeah. It's funny because Ryan, yeah, Ryan told me he's like, yeah, like pick a song like Predators or whatever. Um, but there's a song, uh, Montana 300. Oh, uh, you're we gotta we gotta ask your opinion of this okay. after. Okay. 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 Sure. Okay. Uh, what, what is it? What's the? Uh, it's a the Chirac remix. I forget okay. who did the original. Yeah. It doesn't even. It doesn't matter. even matter. Okay. Okay. It doesn't matter. What is the connection though to the? But to the, the connect, Yeah. Um. Just. This is overall demeanor. And the song and lyrics is just like it scares me. It's like I feel like um, listening to the song. I feel like I'm in danger. Okay, cool. And right. that's that's kind of how a prey would feel like. Yeah. Bitch, cause that bitch 
kids bumping my new shit. Yeah, the game foul and the ref dirty. Keep the green on me like a test jersey. Tell the opposition I ain't never worried. Keep the 30 on me like I'm Stephen Curry. I can see you pussy like a mini skirt. Keep talking, you gon' get it first. And the toughest, what you gon' get it worse. Now go order up about 20 shirts. R.I.P. with they face on it. How to show the ass, how that semi work. Yeah, they got smoked April 21st. The next time you see them, gon' be in a hearse. Always saying something, but ain't spraying nothing. When it's beef, I don't wait for nothing. If I see an op broad day in public, then I'm shooting shit like a Zay production. Got word they be out there every night. I'm talking deeper than Barry White. We gon' ride past a dad iron blast and start flipping niggas like Jesse White. They catching bullets. He Randy Moss. He Terrell Owens. He Jerry Rice. And I'm a fucking monster in a pair of mics. And this 40 on me looks very nice. I roll up like a blunt. I don't look, bitch. I hunt. Hoodie on like a monk. I'm boys in the hood with that pump. This bitch got kicked like a punt. It usually sit in my trunk. But for today, it's riding shotgun. Says niggas like the front. And if this nigga run and this nigga done, I'ma soak a nigga like he in a tub. These rappers act just like Ice Cube. Now tell Dope Boy to come pick him up. Fuck niggas, I never liked them. Got no problem with killing one. I do real hits and don't brag about it. Just rap about it. I don't give a fuck. I remember way back when we was broke. We was crying, mama high as hell. Tell her she was a loving mother, but to her the motherfucker, she was clientele. And I remember begging her to stop in every single night when I told her that. I'ma get big and buy a bunch of guns and kill every nigga that done sold a crack. It's almost 20 years later now. She finally sober, but that was the shit that I prayed about. I thank God I made it out. Damn it feels good to go pick up my mama and take her out. The Tony got paper now all in my bank account. And it ain't shit to debate about. If you cross me like Jesus, I'll come back with heaters. Be outside your crib like we staking out. It's really fucked up in my city. I'm sorry, but I'm about to add to the body count. I'm Rocky Parfum. I'm a Russian and show all you niggas exactly what I be about. My chopper say shit on them bitches when spitting. I think that it might got a potty mouth. I might come baseline like Kobe Bryant did way back in 03 and then body out. Keep running your mouth. I'ma run in your house. Paramedics, they gonna bring bodies out. I'm signing you niggas like J-Rock and run on the streets that they didn't let Bobby out. Be strapped at the mall. Strapped at the studio. Better be strapped at your mama house. When my time to hop in, I'll huddle to pop in. I'll cut that's taking the garbage out. Moment of silence. Text messages around my city the moment they find it out. Black and black everything. We gon' back everything. That's the motto when we riding out. The ratchets stay on me. Just know it was on me whenever, if ever you saw me out. Been playing with iron since the age of nine. Shout out to my daddy. He taught me how. My dad was a killer. My mom was an addict. Your nigga grew up in a slaughterhouse. I am the one that they talk about. I am so cold that you might have to thaw me out. That money be calling out. I won't stop balling out. I am a next like Jabari now. See niggas was sleeping on me, but I just woke them up and they saying they sorry I'm now. I'm a dope stacking. Dope rapping. No lacking. Pole packing. Faux blasting. Soul snatching. Toe tagging. Cold bastard. Better close your mouth and get a closed casket. Show you what I'm saying like closed casket. Split a man too. Make him disappear when I spit fire. That's old magic. I'll put that chopper to a nigga top and then let it fly. Go, go gadget. My fuckers bitches say fuck the shit and get straight face. That's no passion. I'm the illest nigga that you ever heard. I'm the flyest killer that you ever seen. And if a fuck nigga ever jump stupid, I'ma catch a body like a trampoline. Bitch, I'm Freddy Cougar in a hockey mask. About to kick those like a Roddy class. Ask the nigga where he had to stash. And better tell the truth like a polygraph. What false move in that shoddy blast? Leave a nigga stiff like a body cast. And we don't know nothing about nothing, nigga. And we was out of town with somebody ass. Real shit, I'm a father first. My sons need me. I ain't bailing on them. Be with real niggas doing real shit. And if I get caught, I ain't telling on them. No tool, I ain't never going. I ain't mad with that metal on them. Only God knows where the hell I'm going. Make a nigga wish that he was never born. These niggas broke, put a price on them. I'm super fly, put a cape on them. I'm upstairs up in Adriana, start cake on them. While they hate on them from Chirac, not Miami. But I'm wearing heat like I play for them. I come at night and put the knots on with the long clip DeAndre Jordan. Long clip DeAndre Jordan. That was awesome. Yeah, it was super intense. I, I like the uh, 
lack of chorus too, just like yeah. consistent and like you know. Did he even take a breath? No, no, yeah. It's like <laughs> chasing the prairie. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can see that for sure. Mm. Yeah, I think that uh, I don't know. I've never heard of that guy before, but uh, it's really cool. What is his name again? Uh, Montana, Montana 300. Montana yeah. 300. Uh, it's also interesting because I think that's the answer to. That's like the effect of like rappers a lot like talk about like trapping a lot and like selling bricks and like selling crack and like yeah. um that's the effect when he's talking about his mom and like how he was just growing up poor and his mom was buying crack and say he's like i'm gonna fucking kill everybody who sold her crack like yeah. that's that's like the effect like not talked about like yeah 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 because i'll glorify right like, exactly yeah, yeah. it's like no yeah people don't really talk about like crack babies i guess or like whatever in that in that style where it's still like man this is super hard yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, unrelenting, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. It's funny because that, um, actually, like, normally on the show we talk a bit between songs, but I want to play you guys a song okay. uh, based on that. Like, I, I, again, people who listen to this a lot know this, but I listen to a lot of English hip-hop, um, yeah. and uh, it's mainly because of the dancehall thing. Like, a lot, yeah. of the, a lot of the UK stuff is heavily influenced by dancehall, yeah. and there's weird jungle things happening and drum and bass things happening, and it's like a very different kind of... Just everything's coming from a totally different angle than, than the American stuff is. And obviously there's a lot of really great American stuff and Canadians, you know, too. But uh, yeah. I don't know, I just I've always kind of clicked into the English stuff. And there's um, a song uh, called Marka, mm-hmm. which I, I want to play in a second, okay. that, that totally reminded me of. And this is from maybe six or seven years ago. This, uh, okay. Yeah, maybe about six years ago at this point. And it's really messed up and creepy. Yeah. And it would, it would fit the Predator theme. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think we should check it out and we can come back and maybe okay. talk about more of this. Thinking it is in the yaki that room in the marijuana. Stepping on me, they can swim with a piranha. Anytime it drop me, go put on a marker. If it no money, say where them bad attack for. Then I try to hold up a bank with a banana. Yeah, we pretty whole thing panorama. Holy park on time to the baby wanna drama. To the baby wanna wanna we are killing my block back again. Got the things unlocked again. Never take ten shots and again. Never find old pants on them again. Man, I dash them like them again. Become that iPad again. Man, I'm ready for the war. If it comes on top, I'm gonna feel frightened again. We are killing my block back again. Got the things unlocked again. Never take ten shots and again. Never find old pants on them again. Man, I dash them like them again. Become that iPad again. Man, I'm ready for the war. If it comes on top, I'm gonna feel frightened again. We are killing my block back again. Got the things unlocked again. Never take ten shots and again. Never find old pants on them again. Man, I dash them like them again. Become that iPad again. When I'm ready for the war, if it comes on top, come and I feel frightened again. We are killing my block back again. Got the things unlocked and again. Never take ten shots and again. They want to pull pants on them again. Wanna dash them like them again. Cover that iPad again. When I'm ready for the war, if it comes on top, come and I feel frightened again. Yaki that room in the marijuana. Step in on me, they can swim with a piranha. Anytime he drop me, go put on a marker. If it no money, say where them bad attack for. Then we try to hold up a bank with a banana. Yeah, we pretty whole thing. Banana.
We are killing the bubble again. Got the things unlocked again. The protect ten shots and again. The pan of old pants on them again. Man, I dash them, I like them again. The cover that iPad again. Man, I'm ready for the war. If it comes on top, coming off, you frightened again. We are killing the bubble again. Got the things unlocked and again. The protect ten shots and again. The pan of old pants on them again. Man, I dash them, I like them again. The cover that iPad again. Man, I'm ready for the war. If it comes on top, coming off, you frightened again. Yeah, that was uh, Dub Physics and Strategy, and yeah, it's uh, it definitely is what I first thing I thought of when you guys played the other song. So, I, I think there's definitely a, I mean, just angry and unrelenting. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing. It's an aesthetic, I guess. It's yeah. like, no, and there's a lot of people who do it too, but I mean, I think it's an easy thing to do poorly. Like, yeah. to, to be to, to be angry. Like, it's any kind of music too. It's not just hip-hop. Like, I mean, punk rock too can be done really terribly if someone just, there's yelling about stuff and the yelling has no substance or no yeah. style to it or whatever, so, I don't know. Yeah, that seemed like a fit for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like if you're not yell if you're yelling about nothing, it's gotta be good. Nothing. Yeah. You gotta yell yeah, about yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta mean it, even if it is about nothing. Exactly. Yeah. As long as you mean it, it's, it's good, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway, that yeah. It's <laughs> just like something that came up. But uh, we are gonna play one more song. Before we do that, um, we like to kinda remind people of where they can find uh, well, where they can find your work and uh, then I can tell people where they can find our show and everything. But before we even get into that, you mentioned before you want some you're looking for submissions. So what what kind of content are you actually looking for, and how do people get in touch with you? <laughs> or is that a hard question? Hard no, question? it's not a hard question. No. Do you want to answer it? Uh, anybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, what are we looking for? We gotta be looking for something, right? I mean, I know yeah. you wanted to be as wide ranging uh, as possible, but. No, we're literally looking for like if it's if you think it's cool, uh, yeah. like a dude sent us a skate video, yeah, and that was awesome. We were like, talking to like uh, yeah, and we're like in talks now to write about like um, young people like skating in Winnipeg, young skaters in Winnipeg, and like that's perfect. Like artwork, thank you to all the people who submitted stuff already. Um, but yeah, submissions, it's uh, the enemy magazine at gmail dot com. And um, they're on the about page of the site. It, there's like a kind of like a, a better criteria. Okay. Guidelines. Uh, yeah, guidelines. Um, but yeah, feel free to submit your. It's a really tough thing, like submitting, um, and we recognize that. And like, so it takes a lot of courage, and we really appreciate everyone who's submitted. Are you looking for pitches, or are you looking for finished, or both? Or? Uh, both. Yeah, either or, either or both. Um, that's not. Redundant. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, anyone who wants to join our team. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who wants to, well, yeah, check your stuff out. Like, 
again, we, we can't guarantee it, like, obviously. But we're, we're, if we're going to do anything with it, what we do with it. But yeah. we'll talk, and, and it's a good way for people to get, uh, like, lesser-known people to, to get things out there. Because that's, like, another thing we want to focus on, like, underrepresented. Like, um, voices and stuff, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were talking, like, in the United interview. It's funny, because we had so much good stuff in the United interview, and she didn't use, like, a lot of it. Oh, really? Yeah. The good uh, thing about this is we actually use all of it. Exactly. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, but we were saying, like, for, like, like the 15-year-old, like, Filipino kid in the West End who feels like he doesn't fit in, or, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, like, the, like, person of color living in, like, Lindenwoods or St. Vitale or whatever who, think like, thinks that Winnipeg isn't for them, like, right. submit your stuff, because that's, I don't know, like, the people we're trying to inspire, I guess. Um, but yeah, anyone can submit, uh, wow, this is, like, long-winded, I feel like, I don't know, I'm getting real self-conscious about this, which is <laughs> theenemy.ca, the enemy magazine, um, at theenemywpg on all of our stuff, okay. you can check us out. You have the internet, you can find yeah, us. Yeah, and I'll pull throw up a link to the site, I think, okay. on here, so people, yeah, people, yeah, yeah, we got SoundCloud. Yeah, you got some interviews up there, right? Yeah, yeah, interviews, uh, mixtapes. Um, so going back to what you were saying before, though, about like you know, people who might feel underrepresented, do you think that the, I mean, I guess the kind of print equivalents, if there aren't really any, but I mean, in terms of uh, appealing to young people, you have like Stylus, mm. Uniter, I mean, I guess in Manitoba to a lesser extent because it's yeah. more focused around the university. Yeah. But I mean, do you think that, say Stylus, for example, is... I mean, is there's a group of people who are not being represented in there? I mean, I feel that... I mean, having written for all of those people just yeah. in the past, I feel that they're very... And this is nothing negative against yeah. them, but, I mean, someone like Stylus is, is heavily indie rock. Yeah, exactly. As far as musical content, right? Yeah. And I don't see, as someone who listens to reggae primarily, yeah. I don't see a lot of stuff that exactly. I'm into in there. So, I mean, do you think that there's, yeah. like, a... Not just in music, but in other aspects, people are just kind of being missed? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think even, if, even going back to hip-hop, like... Hip hop is such a glaring mark on popular culture now for yeah, people not yeah. to be writing about it. It's kind of like you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing your publication a disservice. And I mean, that's only one aspect. Like, that's not even like more of the stuff that is underrepresented because there's a lot of things in Winnipeg actually that I feel like more the more we explore, the more we find yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff of that nature. But yeah, like, like coming out of high school, I was like, man, Winnipeg music to me was just country and socials or folk <laughs> music and folk fest yeah, yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. those that was the yeah. dichotomy and there's nothing in between and it's like man yeah i like indie rock but fuck you can only listen to like i don't know so much i guess um and like yeah do you think that's uh i mean just because that's a complete contrast from from my experience in high school okay. i played in bands right yeah, so exactly. like my when i was in a teenager Winnipeg music was the best thing in the world ever like i was, it was all i spent my time doing do yeah. you think it's like a a difference of uh, maybe age maybe is different now. I don't know, like how how the, the scene is with teenagers. But mm -hmm. do you think it's maybe the area city you're from, your background? Do you think it's like what? I mean, why did you not kind of key into that when you're a teenager? Right. Like, what what's the difference? I mean, you guys uh, live in a different part of town as you more bands. I, who knows? Yeah, like, I think different part of town. Like I, that's my personal again. That's that's me personally. Like Michelle, I feel like it's totally different. I think it's totally different. But um, I felt like you can see, especially with the internet, like you can see what's going on in like like Montreal. 2008 yeah. or like LA 2009 like and and you look at yourself and you're <laughs> you and you're yeah. like why is this why is not even a fraction of this going on and available to me yeah, yeah. and um I don't know that was me personally what do you guys think I've been talking about this before. what do you guys think? 
feel. But... Well, I mean, I guess maybe like yeah. kind of did, did did you both feel underrepresented as well in terms of like I guess cultural things? I mean, because that's what we're talking about here mainly, right? Is uh... yeah, we really oh. connect on the uh, immigrant family list. Oh man, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could get into that. We should get into that. But I don't know. It's weird how similar of a story that is. Yeah, yeah. Between when you talk to somebody else who has like first generation Canadian. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know how that really ties in. What are we talking about? Well, I don't know because like I have an immigrant parent as well, yeah. but he's from England, yeah. so I'm already kind of the culture is the culture. I mean, it's yeah. like a little bit different. I mean, I eat different food, I guess. Like yeah. I eat more curry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was in the reggae because all the stuff that has been imported from other yeah, places. Exactly. But like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's very easy to kind of be part of the mainstream culture as like a yeah. white guy with an English background, right? Exactly. But like, I don't know. I mean, is so my experience is like a guy playing punk bands, right? Like totally. those kids. So it's probably different. I don't know. I mean, I guess how how I don't know what the question is. Yeah. Um, how are you underrepresented? How are people being underrepresented? And how are you kind of trying to fill the? I know it's like an impossible totally. question. No, um, I guess like culturally, people. Um, uh, like the dominant um like mainstream uh the dominant like white canadian dominant culture the exactly culture yeah like the dominant white canadian culture um often um prides itself on multiculturalism with actually without actually delving into um other cultures beyond like food and women, like Fulterama. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, very. Just go for an hour, watch a dance, eat some like samosas or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it's just like, oh, like the food is good, and like the girls from this country are like hot or whatever. <laughs> and um, so it's very uh, superficial. Um, when you actually talk about like immigrant stories or like hardships, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, cases of um, privilege and prejudice people often are either unwilling to believe the stories um that immigrants have faced or um just shrug them off as as, as being normal which yeah. is kind of terrible which is kind of insane yeah. yeah um and yeah we we all like all all of us as well as like a couple like other writers for the enemy um are first generation uh canadians okay um, and so we've kind of had this like cultural like split where it's like, I'm also, I'm Canadian, but I'm also other. And so like people can dehumanize us and like take away almost, I feel like sometimes like our Canadian right. identity, which is kind of fucked because a lot of the times it's Canadian people. Like I wasn't like, um, I didn't, I wasn't like completely aware of my own racial identity until like white people pointed out to me that I was oh, yeah. the other. And so was, mm -hmm. I think it's like situations like that. Right, because you're growing up in the same culture as everyone else. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But it is weird. I mean, like, obviously I can't, as a white person, I, I haven't gone yeah. through that. But it is, it's interesting to hear, like, the way people will talk about immigrants. Mm -hmm. and, and you think that by now, like, considering how many immigrants there are yeah. in the city, yeah. exactly. especially the city, too, I mean, there's, you know, like, people would get over it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. the amount of people who complain, I've been in the room of complaining about immigrants, and it's like... I'm like, well, my dad's an immigrant. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And they're like, yeah, but not, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's not like brown and yeah, stuff, you know. He's not brown, he's <laughs> English. Exactly, he's good. Yeah. 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 It's weird, it's a weird, I don't know, it's a weird attitude. Yeah. So, like, one of the ways for people, like, you gotta just, like, I feel like we got we have to speak to those people um, that we relate to, and, yeah. the and like, the dominant culture will either get it or be left behind and like eventually like the yo the younger people and like more open-minded people the young and young at heart will get it yeah. I, I have faith anyways but do you think the younger people in general are 
more open to that? Like, I don't then maybe they would have been. I mean, you hope you hope that, right? Uh, I don't know because there was like blackface in my high school and stuff. Seriously? So <laughs> yeah, there were like people like dress as Lil Wayne for like um, Halloween and like wear blackface wow. and like have like fake grills and shit. What so. year was this? Oh man, this was like two thousand eight. Yeah, it's fucking awful. Um, so, so maybe the other people aren't getting yeah. it as much as you. Yeah, always. like certain people, certain people are, certain people are. We're definitely more open. I feel like um, maybe just because like having the internet. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's also a greater capacity to be cruel. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you're exposed to a, to a wider range of voices. Then it's yeah. harder to just be stuck in your little corner yeah. and not ever experience the outside world. Really, like, yeah. yeah. What do you? Yeah, that is a good thing though, because then you're, because like, if you're only, if all you know is like, what's immediately around you, then that that shapes the way that you think. Yeah. But with the internet now and just being able to see so many different perspectives, uh, it makes it a lot easier to to be more open minded. Yeah. About things that differ from yourself. I think as young people aren't hopefully aren't already set in their ways enough yeah. to like have mm-hmm. epic, you know. Yeah. Internalize whatever racism. <laughs> and definitely, it's not it's not like an overnight change to the internet. Just like, yeah, it's not like switch, right? but yeah. it's hopefully, hopefully, like in the long run, it'll help. Yeah. To just help people become more understanding. Yeah. Because like, there's always two sides to to everything, and a lot of people only only like to look at their one side. Definitely. Yeah. It's weird, but it's getting harder to do that now. Yeah. Because of the internet too. I yeah. 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 Which is. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> and that's that's like a whole other. That's a whole. Convert, that could be a podcast in itself. That right? could be a podcast. And uh, yeah. So, <laughs> moving on to actually, uh, you know, the, the magazine stuff. So, yeah. is there any plans to make it ever a physical product, or are you just strictly the internet right now? <laughs> Doing the bird. Rubbing your hands. <laughs> Doing the bird. Yeah. Give us money. Yeah, yeah. Give us money. Oh. Donate money. Send us money. <laughs> Give us. money but that's actually, I mean, that's, yeah. like, anybody doing something like this, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You know, you the internet is free to, to read and yeah. post on, right? So it it's, it's hard, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, did that ever come into mind, though? Like, when you were starting this up, like, whether to do it digital or print, or was it just digital always, though? Digital always, right? Print was a new idea. Uh, print's like, yeah, I knew it. I always, like, thought, I always had the, the, the nugget the in my mind. Yeah. And, like, it would, it would, it would probably, we'd get that out, like, it would be cool. But it's... Becoming something closer to reality for sure, which is like really tight. So yeah, I'm yeah. hoping. Cool, cool. Are you thinking like the well? Maybe we should not talk about it because we haven't done it yet. <laughs> but I mean, like it, it seems like what you're doing now is again dating myself, but it, it reminds me of people in the '90s doing like you know the, the, the DIY print zines where it'd be like written on typewriter, everything slapped together, photocopied, like mm-hmm. you know, since a hand staple. You spend 16 hours making the thing, and then you sell it for 10 cents or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So this isn't the same kind of deal, I think, but it's just uh, on a different platform, right? I mean, because the writing on some of those were great. It wasn't just like, you know, like, sometimes they look crappy, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. You know, it was yeah. just kind of the, you had no other option, right? There's no internet to publish it on. Yeah, see, like, I don't know, this time we we have the option, so. Yeah. Um, it's, we have, like, some really, we have some really pretty, we have some really great ideas, like, concerning it, and it's just putting those ideas on, on the physical. Yeah. Okay. For now, though, it's online. And what's the website? Yeah. The enemy. And you're all over social media as well. Yeah. As the enemy. Is that... yeah. The enemy. Yeah. The enemy. W. 
WPG. Okay. okay. Yes, yeah. on the streets. Yeah, yes, on the streets more than I. I love it when people say that like, oh man, we've seen your stickers all over the place and we stuff. We get so many Snapchats. Of people. Yeah. The stickers are like, yeah. that's cool. The stickers have the website on them, or is it just a? Uh, some of them do. Some of them. I say as I pointed a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, um, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, uh, go to wishpolice.com, Click on podcast. There's all 170 whatever episodes. Are there for free download streaming in perpetuity? They're always there, uh, I guess, until like the internet explodes or I stop doing this. Yeah. And uh, they're all for free download streaming. We also air on uh, UMFM on Sunday nights uh, at midnight, and they take older episodes. Like they picked up the show after it had been a podcast only for a few months, nice. so they're a little bit behind. So it kind of cool because it gives episodes like a, a second wind. Totally. You know, four or five months later, all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, cool, this is happening again. And you can re-promote it, and the bands or the guests can re-promote it too and stuff. So it's kind of cool. And we're also part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which is a very, very, very loose <laughs> connection, a collection of people doing this. Nice. I mean, uh, no one makes any. We don't. None of us make any money off it. Yeah. Uh, we don't really get any respect for it. <laughs> yeah. But we, you know, there's lots of people who yeah. do it. Thank you. We do it on different topics. I mean, there's like comic book show there's pop culture stuff there's there's music shows I mean pretty much anything people are kind of hobbyists about or passionate about or nerds about you can just grab a mic and do this so that's the garbagehillnetwork.com and the reason that like I like to encourage people to check it out is because hopefully all these shows can share fans kind of in the same way that those you know 20 band basement shows did the same thing it's like you come in because you want to hear wrestling you turn into loose ropes and maybe you also like music so you're going to tune into this or vice versa or whatever and there's all these different topic so it's very cool uh and um depending when you hear this hopefully you hear it before this happens but on may 30th uh we're doing a show at the park theater a live show which is called which police radio's big mix-up and it's going to be absolutely ridiculous we're getting 10 to 15 um, musicians from a very very wide range of local bands and uh they're going to be put up on stage in random groupings and they're going to have to perform songs on the spot based on audience suggestions. So it could be like a metal guitarist, an accordion player, like a rapper, you know, a, a punk drummer or whatever. I'm just going to draw names out of a hat. Nice. And then they're going to have like five minutes to huddle and figure out what the hell they're going to do. And That's then, awesome. so someone else like, you know, Chocolate Bar in the audience, they got to write a song live on stage about Chocolate Bar. So, yeah, we got to cover that. Yeah. I'm really hoping people come check it out. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to start kind of pushing it, pushing it hard. Uh, oh no! No! We're, yeah, we're covering sound set. Oh cool! What's well, cool? You're going to? Yeah, I mean, you need to get uh, you need to get someone as a freelancer or something. Yeah, exactly. To cover this thing. If everyone, oh, anyone wants to cover this, yeah, he's in Japan. The enemy's going worldwide. We got Jews yeah. in Japan. Yeah. Well, anyway, people listening should check out yeah. the show. Check it out. I'll talk to you guys later. We'll maybe get something in there. But yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Okay, so we're going to do one more song to okay. close it out. So, do any of you have a, an extra predator choice you want to do just to, to end, the, end the episode? Radio silence. Oh, um, <laughs> if anyone wants to send in uh, oh, yeah, old sure. VHS tapes that they want to donate, contact the enemy magazine at gmail.com. For what? Uh, we can't say at this point, but... VHS tapes blank, or they have content on them? Right? Either blank or content VHS okay. tapes. Yeah, we're right, cool. VHS tapes. <laughs> song. song. Anybody have a song? Oh, I can I think, think one if you guys don't have one. But, I can uh, think of a song. Uh, oh! Uh, fuck. There's gotta be a good predatory Gucci song. Hold up. <laughs> well, why don't we figure it out, and then, uh, so you'll hear it in a second, and yeah. we're gonna sign off here, but thank you very much for having me. Big money talk. I got them folks. Catch up. Fuck. Go. We all we got. Woo. Woo.
Run out with the plug, I'm a fugitive. Marshall looking for me, I'm a fugitive. Hit money, stash gone, it's a fugitive. And the broke days gone, they're a fugitive. Top gone down, it's a fugitive. All summer long, it's a fugitive. Your bitch run with me, she a fugitive. You looking for your bitch, she a fugitive. Run out with the plug, I'm a fugitive. Marshall looking for me, I'm a fugitive. Hit money, stash gone, it's a fugitive. And the broke days gone, they're a fugitive.